0: off the fence i'm james fox we've also got alex maskell next to me here what's up everyone it's good to be back uh, this is off the fence like i said we're on platform if you've not checked out platform b already do so uh, but what we're all about is uh, some of the bigger news stories of the week what's been going on in the uk uh, we're actually going to focus on one thing in particular um tonight uh a bit of an extended segment because it's that delicious uh, we couldn't resist it um, but first of all if you have just joined us for the first time and you are listening to us for the first time we're in lots of different places uh, we've actually got a twitter account now at off the fence talk you can catch us on there and we're also on youtube if you search off the fence podcast uh, you can catch us on there subscribe all that stuff uh- we
1: don't want to say that the off the fence empire is expanding into whole new reaches because that might sound pompous but if someone else would say that about us i'm sure we wouldn't object
0: we're also on Stitcher now as well for all the Stitcher people out there. Oh, excellent. If anyone uses Stitcher, a lot of good podcasts up on there, then you can catch us on there too. Anyway, what just, are we going to be talking about tonight? It's kind of the most hilarious thing of the past two weeks. It might even be my favourite thing in politics this year. Even better than the election and everything that happened there. <laughs> this is the most, I don't know, it's just, it's perplexing.
1: If, like us, you're extremely online and on Twitter an awful lot, you probably know roughly what we're alluding to. We're going to get into that very, very shortly.
0: Let's kick it off. So people might have heard of a group called Activate that started up. um, Well, it's, you know, the Conservatives need a momentum of their own. Yeah, it's basically a uh, a grassroots group that started up, launched two weeks ago, and was uh, trying to do a similar thing that Momentum has done in the... Labour Party. Uh, And this comes after, you know, basically the right wing and much of the establishment press have kind of kicked momentum into the the floor over the past two years. And then suddenly, uh, over the election period, gave Labour a massive boost. And now they're kind of the talk of the town in terms of uh, electoral politics.
1: Yeah, it turns out having a very, like, coordinated and enthusiastic grassroots volunteer base is actually good for politics. Who knew? Yeah, exactly. So... The Tories, or at
0: least these particular Tories, it's unclear how independent they are, we'll get into that later, um, Has started a new group called Activate. Um, this is about two weeks ago. They launched with a website and a Twitter account, uh, the Twitter account being at Activate underscore UK underscore net. A brilliant handle. That was also their website, so that's where they got the handle from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's not get into how long it took for us to find a Twitter handle we were happy with, but even then... <laughs> That, that's, that's a very poor showing. Yeah, so
0: uh, we'll come back to that a handle anyway. Essentially, they were getting ripped the pieces off uh, because conservative youth movements have always been the butt of many jokes over the decades now. We I think we had uh, Tory Boy. Was that a youth thing, that sketch? Uh, and lots of other sketches throughout the 80s and 90s um, about Tory youth movements. And there's been lots in the past. We've talked about on the show when we talked about uh, people like Andrew Neil and... Um, and Nick Robinson, they, they were both involved with uh, conservative youth movements in their day. So they're not anything new, but clearly what this youth movement is trying to do is something new. Um, like we said, trying to ape momentum. So they appeared with that Twitter handle, which was quickly changed to at Activate Britain. And then all these parody accounts that were completely ripping the shit out of them um, were like, we'll just grab @activate_uk_net Activate underscore UK underscore net now. And now everyone will think we're the legit ones and not realise changed and that, that that fooled me for a moment as well because I just searched activate underscore UK underscore net and was like what the hell are they tweeting now?
1: It's like why would you not also make sure that you still had that one?
0: <laughs> so what my reaction is that you know what the hell are they, they, they tweeting now? You're going to see that's a current theme because that's going to go on for the next two weeks as we go on with this because it becomes there's so many layers to this as the onion layers like peel away more is revealed and it's incredible it's perplexing
1: let's get into some twitter drama
0: so uh they also released their first meme as well which happened just to be a dead ass meme from 15 years ago the it's a trap yeah admiral akbar meme from star wars a film released 40 years ago.
1: Yeah, but also like I like that they're cribbing like, all their memes from like stuff that was tied on 4chan 10 years ago. Yeah, uh,
0: this is meant to be uh, a fresh new movement that's meant to appeal to the youth of today. And they're doing memes from 15 years ago about a film from 40 years ago. Like People who are turning maybe 16, 17, 18 now, a lot of them won't have seen the original Star Wars films. Uh, it's
1: true. Most kids these days don't even know what a Star War is. Yeah. They've never been in one. They've never seen one.
0: So that was a bit of a atrocious start. And they were kind of putting out there saying, we've got to get the youth engaged, we've got to say it's all right to be a young Conservative, all that sort of stuff. We've got to support that. So that's what their thing was. So they've had that, they had the meme, they quickly changed their, their handle. Um, let's talk about the website, though, because the website was um, even more interesting than the Twitter account initially. They had a list of the National Committee members, right? All the people involved with the group and starting the group up. Sure, and,
1: I presume uh, savvy high-level operatives?
0: Well all of them male but one so that's kind of not surprising they took a lot of flack for that that was soon just taken down from the website so you couldn't find out who was involved at all
1: always a good sign
0: um so a veil of mystery started from then onwards and only grew um they were posing as independent yet it turns out the guy that started the whole thing and is one of the main founders of it and the main guy heading it up an older gentleman not older older gentleman, but you know not under 25 is a Tory councillor from West Sussex one uh, Gary Markwell
1: I love being independent from party politics it's... Uh,
0: another one of these uh, people on the national committee was uh, membership director Furzan address he has now left the group you're gonna see that this is the current trend me saying that after their names He had a video on his Facebook of children boxing and him cheering it on. We're talking like preteen children with boxing gloves on, like beating the shit out of each other. Okay. Surrounded by a room full of other kids going, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's that. Um, So
1: good dude is what
0: you're saying. uh, Yeah, he's also a good dude because he called a Grenfell survivor an ungrateful bitch for criticizing the government's response. Uh, so that's that's him Fizan address.
1: I love how these people are like the cartoon we make them out to be we're just correct yeah. it's great <laughs> yeah it, it, it's exactly
0: how you'd expect them
1: to be um, yeah I it's, it's al- like when, when you have like certain lily liver people and it's like oh come on you don't think they're really like that are you and when you look at them on their own they are
0: yeah it was funny because a lot of people posting the pictures that were now deleted from the website of who set the national committee up and all the people it was like yep yeah, they look exactly as you'd expect them to be you know Mostly white, mostly male, um, mostly, you know, looking quite pretentious and stuck up. But anyway, this our address. I'm giving you a taste of these people, what they're like and some of the history. But you thought that was bad? The Grenfell survivor thing? Ungrateful bitch? Um, what else we got? This is from his own Twitter account, now deleted, obviously. Uh, conservatives have more votes than Labour and you wouldn't really see a Tory at the job centre. They're educated thoroughly. So he's basically saying people at job centres there because they're uneducated and Labour voters in general are uneducated so there's that he also said way more on this and you can check it all out on uh, a report from Evolve Politics at the start of this saga two weeks ago um, online strategist Louis A. Baxter now resigned also he couldn't handle the amount of tweets he was getting criticising him from Labour supporters basically saying this whole mess that started
1: uh, so what you're saying is that a mean cyberbullying brochure list set upon him probably uh, for his bad tweets
0: also, campaign director Luke Ibbotson, now resigned after one day, uh, He posed in pictures aping the Bullingdon Club. You know, Boris Johnson, David Cameron, 1 Oh, I
1: remember that, except somehow he looked even more weedy and sniveling yeah. than they did in that photo.
0: He goes to a school called the Judd School or something, something like that. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, he captioned it with the Juddingdon Club.
1: Oh, yeah. So it's. Um, oh, the cringe, I just felt like ripple throughout my entire yeah. body.
0: There's also no business or charity information on the website and they're taking money in and, they're not, and it's not showing how they're funded and things like that. So There's, there's questions to be raised there. Uh, the membership though, the money they are taking in was situated between £5 and guess what number?
1: Uh, I, I don't know I ruined my day £500
0: Jesus Christ So you could pay £5 or you know You could pay up to £500 It's basically
1: Why would you? What was the motivation For that? But even, just even Enthusiasm for helping Like the production Of awful memes?
0: Even with other groups That say you can You can donate more If you want They wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't state Yeah £500 You could say They just put like 5, 10, <laughs> 20, 25, 50 Or more Type in your own yeah. figure Whatever
1: You've got to kind of Admire their balls Of just going You know 500 Would be good <laughs> So there's that it gets worse though, and this is another thing
0: that was then deleted, selling signed bottles of champagne, signed by whom? None other than Theresa May and Boris Johnson, for £100. Remember, this is a, this is a movement that's meant to be inspiring young people and engaging them. Yeah, on yeah the young issues.
1: people fucking love Theresa May. Uh,
0: and then we had the, one of my favourite bits of this early part, the donations page, where you could donate yourself to Activate. You could help fund this new burgeoning uh, youth movement. And uh, so you get, and they even had a page where, uh, uh, if you donated, it would show your name and the amount that you donated. Oh hell yes! And of course, this was completely abused, and it was it was hilarious. Pretty much all the donations were a weedy sub one pound of 24 p twenty five p one oh, okay. 50 one pound fish one pound one.
1: I I would assume mostly like sixty nine p like four pounds twenty.
0: What were the names that came up on the list of don- donators? Have a guess. I, I well, was... We had one Jimmy Savile donating to <laughs> Activate. We also um, had one Harold Shipman joining yes, in there. Hell yes. And we had another person called Theresa May is astoundingly incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was great. I'm
1: amazed that they had that amount of restraint and it wasn't just like the um, the old weird Twitter thing of like Weed Lord Bona Hitler.
0: Yeah. So we had that and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe a period of time later maybe 24 hours they caught onto it and they put a minimum donation of 10 pounds and it started to come in with like really like bland like traditional british names like james johnson and stuff like that <laughs> so it was uh that that's how that's gone so far so tory right nothing yeah. really too har- harmful there the, this Some sounds of the back- about
1: right for them
0: yeah the background of the uh the people involved is pretty disgusting but like We kind of all expected that, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you get your audience, I guess.
0: Well, it got a lot worse from there. We had the gassing chavs WhatsApp messages. This was a WhatsApp chat that was leaked to uh, uh, Guido Fawkes' website of people within Activate joking about gassing chavs.
1: Who even still says chavs?
0: Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Clearly, these people do, but uh, not really anyone else. Uh, They also talked of conducting experiments on these so-called chavs Um, as they're so good at reproducing despite living rough Uh, and they also talk (laughs) that's one way of like critiquing other people for fucking well. you clearly don't yeah. and there's also uh, talk of shooting presents so um, pretty disgusting thing and that got them in a lot of trouble and a a lot of attention as well Uh, it came up in the national media it was kind of all over the place and it's not exactly how you'd want to start remember this is all in the 48 hours of them starting this oh, is the yeah. first weekend everything i've spoken about so far is the first weekend and we have had two weeks of this so far there's so much to talk about so basically there was there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about on, on this gassing chavs uh, whatsapp group and um, we had various people coming out from activate apparently representing them saying that um the people have been dealt with they're gone and um, this is not what we're about this is terrible at the end of that whatsapp chat a clearly more senior more experienced member involved with activate said we can't be doing this. We don't want it to turn into another Nazi chat. Um, <laughs> another? <laughs> yeah, it's literally literally oh, what yeah. they said. But there's also a lot of other incidents that this kind of seems linked in with. It's, it doesn't seem like a, a one-off event. We had Tory students at Cambridge burning notes in front of the homeless and their friends then saying, oh, it should have been a £50 note, shouldn't have it. Um, things like this. There was the bullying scandal where one Tory, young Tory activist ended up committing suicide because of the bullying that was going on within the groups of activists.
1: Yeah, you don't really have equivalence to this, certainly from other parties. It is very particular Um, and kind of rooted in, I guess, the ideology of hierarchy that you see within the Tory party.
0: There's also this incident of a quite prominent Tory member in Scotland dressing up as a slave owner, like in full like gear, one of their colleagues dressed as a slave that's taking a beating. And you know, there's pictures of them pretending to be about hitting them with covered in blood and stuff like that
1: good stuff i think we can all agree
0: pretty it's pretty disgusting but um one of the things owen jones did a video on this and he basically pointed out that you know we've had this history of the last 40 years of inserting quite misleading ideas of meritocracy into the media discourse with papers like the express the mail anyone who is lower down the chain anyone who is not doing well is there because they have they deserve it because they've, they've, they're not very good, because they have failed. They've made bad decisions things like that. Anyone on the top who's doing very well, um, they are there because they deserve to be, because they are the best of the best. They're at Cambridge and Oxford because, you know, we, we are better than everyone else. And they may have got better exam results, but it's, you know, it's not as simple as that, is it, in the wider world and society? That's one thing that he pointed out in his video. We, we, what are your thoughts on that, Alex?
1: It's extremely fucking dumb. We've known since the Victorian era that poverty perpetuates itself, and the conti- like the conditions of poverty perpetuate themselves. Material disadvantage is more of a predictor of how you're going to go in life than your education, than really any other aspect of your life. It's yeah. it's the main determining factor. We've known this for years, but it's politically inconvenient to the you know this parts of society that hoard wealth and so, you know, it has to be downplayed and this false idea of meritocracy has to be kind of pushed forward and stewarded.
0: He was basically saying, uh, you know, those sorts of things have fostered what you're seeing here. You know, uh, students at Cambridge burning uh, notes in front of the homeless. Yeah, the
1: idea that they're there because they're better. And also it's it's just a, a callousness of having structural power over someone. Even beyond the culture that it breeds, the mere fact of having that level of power over another person and being able to enjoy that level of hierarchy over another person—that is kind of inherently corrupting—and has this, like, inherent—it has this uh, thing that's time and time again been shown to be a, you know, de-empathizing effect on people
0: we also had uh, in that video from Owen Jones him talking about yeah there's bigotry on the right like this and it can be redundant. and yes there's also bigotry on the left but the way the media treats that bigotry on the left is nothing compared to this and he said could you imagine if this sort of you know the WhatsApp chat there something like that on the equipment on the left coming out and the way the media would go in on it Yeah, well, way way harder than you'd ever seen on this I mean, you pre- said they- you'd have pressure on Jeremy Corbyn you'd yeah. have all this going on
1: yeah I think they kind of expect it from the right like the argument for the left is it's the better thing for everyone. It's, like, the good thing. The other thing is, like, the the kind of self-serving thing and yeah. however you want to justify that. But, like, if you vote for the left, it's because you're rising. Up. If you're, like, of that this kind of class and you're voting for the left, it's because you're rising above that and you're taking a moral stand so moral infractions like that on the left I think get taken more seriously
0: do you remember the front page of the times featuring the real politic podcast crew um on their tweets uh a a
1: picture of uh Cooper on the train I do indeed it was fairly mild like they they called her a busted flush um and and they they did apologise
0: for it and they said you know whatever yeah, we shouldn't have said that yeah but it, it 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 certainly wasn't saying that we should gas chads
1: no no but it was threatening to the actual people who hold power so obviously much more of an infraction
0: yeah and and that's the kind of double standard that I just wanted to highlight for a second there because I thought when Owen Jones highlighted that I was like that really needs to be highlighted
1: yeah I've got to say Owen Jones sticking out for the real politics guys must have thrown them for a fucking loop (laughs) anyway um, it's just the coverage from the media if
0: they this media's basically saying it's endemic on the left and on the right this is clearly something that could be identified as being endemic in in one way or another it's you can't argue one and then not the other anyway let's move on what what we've got going on well after this initial meltdown we basically had um a lot of kind of crazy tweets coming out of Activate that first weekend, and then basically saying we've been hacked. Our Twitter ah, account, we've lost control of our Twitter account. Hell yes! And we had Sam Ancliffe um, going on lots of media appearances. He was like the basically the spokesperson, uh, basically saying about those uh, WhatsApp chats. there nothing to do with us anymore. They've been removed. We're moving on, uh, but we have been hacked, uh, and our Facebook page is in control by one group and but the Twitter account is being controlled by some another group that's hacked us so we don't really know what's going on there and we're going to get we've contacted the police um, they never said what police force that they had contacted because cl- cl- immediately Jim Watterson from the, uh, from Buzzfeed was like can you tell me what police force you've contacted please we all remember heartbeats the Twitter account when Nadine Doris um, made some like bullshit comment about something and then said she contacted the police about it she named what police force um she contacted after being asked which one and the police force themselves said we've received no complaint yeah you know so it's clearly they're just trying to double check on that one again Jim Watson but they never they've never they haven't said what police force they've contacted whatever so that's kind of a mystery out there as well it's not confirmed from these people being pushed out from these whatsapp messages a few other accounts started popping up as well first of all there was the brilliantly named our conviction hell yeah so let's just talk about the names of these groups first of all you haven't mentioned it but Activate, it's Such a shit name, right? It, it, first of all, it sound makes them sound like senseless Daleks that are just gonna survey the youth of society and like just transform them into, you know.
1: Yeah, that it's kind of like a sleeper cell thing yeah. where they're all like, <laughs> they're all these secret young Tories hiding among us until someone with a Russian accent like whispers a code, like predetermined code sentence yeah. into their ears. And
0: Theresa May's laser eyes, which so is going to put a finger to the side of head and just go, Boo! and just turn these sleeper agents I think we on. all
1: expected that would be how it would end. <laughs> just like Invasion of the fucking Body Snatchers.
0: So that's the, how shit the name activates. And then they changed it to Activate Britain, which it makes it sound like it's got like a kind of a,
1: a nationalist
0: sort of Brexit Britain edge to it. Like, yeah. let's activate Britain. Or
1: even just like they're going to set something free from underneath the land mass. <laughs> And then,
0: uh, so we have our conviction, which is possibly even worse. Yeah. Um, that that's not a name that's ever going to grab the youth. Yeah. I mean, you can compare it to momentum, right? Yeah. Which it is it was you know let's build on the momentum we've already created. Let's get in a Labour government, that sort. Of, yeah.
1: That sort of thing. Um, and then, activate is like with momentum. The implication is you've already got something support moving. there, and you're trying and to get it going. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas act- activate is like, okay, let's try and get something going. You yeah. guys. Yeah. Jesus we Christ. have
0: nothing. <laughs> So yeah, there's another account that's, that's even more interesting though, because apparently our our conviction isn't supposed to be anything to do with Activate. Maybe that's just them saying that because they don't want to be associated with this complete mess that's happened with Activate. But there's another account that's got an even worse name, Victory_UK. Uh. <laughs> so that's where Vic, then uh. capital T for Tory, so Victory, UK, which is just even worse. So.
1: It's- yeah. It's almost beautiful in and how the con- cheesy it is. The
0: content that was started coming out of this account was even more bemusing because you could just not tell whether or not it was a parody. It, it was so like much of a caricature of what you'd expect a Tory youth movement to be. It was like almost like someone was... it was an actual parody account. And anyway, it turns out it's not because they've... over the period of these kind of past two weeks... Are these all Reese Mogg people? Some of them, some of them not we're going to come to okay. that um, because that's a, that's a uh, a schism that' comes very okay. soon um, but yeah it wasn't immediately clear if victoria the u k was a parody, but it, it was um, an actual account is actually serious, but following that stuff coming out from activate um random tweets from the hacked account, Victoria put out a statement saying, we at Victoria sense that it is our opportunity and our our our, our city I think they mean our duty they didn't even spell check the actual reading of this statement anyway, um, uh, and our duty, I'm going to change it for them, I guess, uh, to, se- to step up to the plate as the only genuine voice of conservative youth. We call upon all young, upstanding and moderate young people to stand with us Together we will prevail. Sounding very collective at the end there, but
1: um, yeah, very... I, I love the idea of the conservatives, in their current state, are like the voice of the moderates. Like yeah, moderate, stripping like every bit of money away from the disabled until they and their family end up killing themselves out of desperation is apparently a moderate position now. Yeah,
0: they finished that whole statement with a I think I think it's a Thatcher quote. Uh, there is no such thing as society. There are individual men and women, and there are families.
1: Which is just the dumbest thing, anyway. Yeah. Like, aside from anything else, like, what do you get when you get a whole load of those people working within a closed economic system? <laughs> we should probably come up with a word for that kind of emergent grouping. But also, like, notice how it doesn't mention. Well, there's also you know, uh, legal business structures, which might be worth keeping an eye on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all that
0: that statement was in response to the official Activate account basically coming out and saying. Theresa May's fucked, guys. She's gone. She's a busted flush. She's lost support. We've got to get behind Rees Mog right now. We've got to do it. Rees Mog for PM. Ready for Rees Mog. Mogmentum. Let's go. And here is where the May Rees Mog schism starts. Oh, oh, hell yes. Amongst Tory youth supporters. Apparently. Apparently. And I've got the tweets here. All of this is deleted, by the way. Pretty much everything is deleted. I've got... <laughs> like pages and pages of screenshots of the actual tweets as they were happening. So Activate come out with that and Victoria, Victoria UK says, shocking, hang your head in shame, Activate Britain. So it's clearly Victoria is a you know, pretty May faction and on Activate Britain, we've got them going, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're ready for Reece Mogg. Um, yeah. this, this is despite Reece Mogg, as we've said on the show before, consistently saying, I don't want to be PM. I don't want to be a backbencher. It would be very stupid for me to be on PM. I don't want to be PM right now. If there was a leadership election right now, I wouldn't be a candidate, but there's not a leadership election anyway. So
1: certainly, there's also he's kind of scuppered his chances as of this week by just yeah. putting out that he's he's against gay marriage in all cases, he's against abortion in all cases, including cases exactly. of rape. That's so, when he
0: made those statements saying yeah. I'm not I'm not going to be leader, or whatever. Uh, so we've got the <laughs> you're act not of-
1: supposed to give reasons why you're not going to be leader in that <laughs> well, scenario,
0: <Ree. laughs> Well, he he first of all he said those things about the gay marriage and abortion, and then he was asked about the leadership. Now he could have said, well, you're not going to be a leader because I've just said all those things about yeah gay marriage and abortion
1: just I'm completely fucking outside the realm of what people consider acceptable politics in this country
0: there is discussion to be had that the next leader of the Tories is inevitably going to be pretty right-wing just because of the pool of people that they've got going and the weakness of the more moderate candidates but anyway they they sort you down we've got Activate now being a kind of a Rees Mogg faction and Victory being um, a May faction or you know like a quite um, a May faction or a it's
1: not time to talk about this yet faction. Kinda, yeah. I don't think May has any actual supporters <laughs> among the grassroots at this point. Well
0: you should see the, the tweets coming out of Victoria anyway um, the reason why I'm talking about this Victoria account quite a lot is because it seems as if one of the people that was then disbanded from the gassing chavs messages is potentially this Victoria guy so uh, Victoria shocking hang your, he- hang your head in shame activate Britain that's for them coming out for resmog uh, activate Britain reply oh stop it why don't you get back to talking about gassing people? That's why I kind of yeah. yeah, yeah I no. um, it seems that, like
1: they know what's up.
0: And then Activate UK comes back with a tweet, public tweet. These are definitely private messages, right? <laughs> and this is all happening in real time in front of your eyes on Twitter. It's incredible. It's oh, the show yes. goes on. In reply to, oh stop it! Why don't you get back to talk about gassing people? Victoria says. Please stop this divisive and destructive behaviour. Activate Britain says, you created your account after you leaked the WhatsApp chat. You started this division. So it's, it's already the, onion pe- the onions peeling away. Layers, Is, is the, the novel, the saga is starting. And it goes on. Let's see what's going on. Uh, activate saying they've been hacked so who's doing these tweets if so there's there's the activate facebook which is apparently pro may as well there's the activate twitter which is saying jacob reese mog there's Victory, who's been kicked out of activate for gassing chavs um, who's apparently yeah loyalist to may, Or just can we not have a discussion about this it's all getting pretty confusing and we've got key member sam ancliffe making media appearances saying yeah we were hacked he's basically coming from the the Facebook activate people. It's getting confusing already, right? I'm trying to do it in the clearest way possible. A bit more about Sam Ancliffe. He's kind of stayed on. He was one of the pe- original people from the national committee. One of the only people who hasn't resigned. I mentioned them all earlier. He, he's uh, used his own interview on Radio 5 Live uh, where he pivoted from talking about the gassing and thing thing uh, to saying how the left were now sending abusive tweets to people involved who have now left activate because they can't handle all the messages uh, from people whatever uh, I'll leave that take it from from it what you will like,
1: how hard is it to just make your account private yeah
0: I think I, th- I think it was they fucked the whole weekend up so much that they were yeah, just getting yeah. so much like trolling and so much like laughter dr- in their direction that it was yeah. almost too much to handle
1: I love that this wasn't how they expected it to go clearly this <laughs> goes <laughs> to show how short Sam Sons Ancliffe a few
0: months ago when I assumed that Activate was being created uh, was saying that in the UK Youth Conservative and Unionist online Facebook group complaining of multiple Tory youth groups starting up. Like, why can't we just have one, get behind it? Our conviction, Activate, these could be disparate groups that started up at the same time that happened to just release their Twitter accounts on the same kind of weekend, whatever. Anyway, he was saying that those people in the WhatsApp chat from the Gassing Chavs people, they've been removed and they're not part of Activate anymore. He was also saying that he wasn't part of the, the chat or something like that, or people were coming in and out of it. But Evolve Politics did release proof that he was in that WhatsApp chat because it has their phone numbers on each of the messages. And on Sam Ancliffe's own personal website, it has his own personal phone number and you could link the two. Like, it, these people clearly incompetent at what they're trying to do. Let's move on to a different part of this now, which was this Navarra Media interview. Navarra Media, obviously quite a, a burgeoning and very much building up um, left-wing media outlet in the UK. Definitely check out their stuff, quite interesting. That's
1: Aaron Bastani's uh, thing, right? Yeah,
0: him and a lot of kind Ash of, Sakaar, Yeah, um, kind a crew of, of other people as well. It's a, there's a lot of kind of prominent people coming out there. It's really cool what they're doing. Um, shout out to them. They had a founder of Activate on, or so it seems, a founder. It might not have been a founder. One Thomas Wellington, apparently, uh, one of the founders of Activate, uh, who, when they did this interview, it's about six minutes long. You can watch it online. It was almost surreal because this was the first glimpse we had of a real sit-down chat and this was before sam Ancliffe going on the daily politics and on the media outlets so this was kind of like the first glimpse we had and um it was like watching a drawing a caricature it was almost uh, surreal at what he was saying the first thing he said was a meme of the right straight away first of all anyway he said so much for the tolerant left in like a really like Tory way hell yes and he was in there in a full suit obviously with uh, uh, all that going on and there were quotes coming from responses on Twitter to this interview and comments on the YouTube you can see them uh, things like is this an actor you know and it it might just have been because allegedly this guy is quite likely to be Fraser, what? A Labour Momentum activist. So, Navara Media had in this guy, knowingly or unknowingly, who is actually a Labour Momentum activist. And Sam Ancliffe, the kind of true Activate guys who are running Activate right now, uh, said this guy's a complete fraud. No one in Activate has even heard of this guy. So, we've already got like a bit of weirdness going on, a bit of kind of like. Things are getting a bit weirder by the second. Yeah, is Um, is
1: it possible that this group has been infiltrated?
0: The Navarra Media guys, when they're interviewing him, it was quite a... It was an interesting interview. Um, It doesn't seem like they were onto it. Um, If they were, they didn't show it at all. It didn't seem like they knew who who he was or anything like that. They thought he was uh, one of the founders and they had him in. They built up quite a lot. Even more weird is the actual Activate Twitter account was retweeting the video saying, we've got the guy on, you know. So this guy who's not actually the founder or activate he's got access to the twitter account or someone he knows yeah. or someone in lieu he's of the
1: twitter faction but not of the facebook <laughs> faction so this is
0: already getting into like a massive saga with all these interweaving webs this is amazing
1: tried. it's like game of thrones in here yeah
0: and it gets even more weird so um that interview definitely check it out um it, and since all this has come out i've rewatched the interview and it, i could kind of see how he's a uh, He's an axer now. He's not actually legit. One of his housemates, this Thomas Wellington guy, tweeted out saying, um, "Wouldn't this guy?" And there's loads of stuff all online about him being being involved with Momentum. And he has his own personal Twitter account. His real name's Fraser Watt, apparently, and he's deleted that now. So, kind of, kind of really weird. Everything that's going on with that one there. Um, if if the Navara guys did know about that, it was just like one big joke. It was just just a stunt. If they, that did- wasn't even involved with everything else that was going on. Or maybe it was because they retweeted the video from the actual activist Activate account. No idea, but that, that's the hilarious stuff. If it
1: was a put-on and Novara couldn't figure that out, that probably speaks a bit badly of them. Well, I watched I, I watched it again and
0: I thought, maybe this is like they all knew and it was like a satire interview yeah, and just, just no one got it whatsoever. So we mentioned Jacob Re- Rees-Mogg already on Good Morning Britain, the comments he had about abortion and everything there. Just last night, it all get, got really mental, and uh, we had the kind of culmination of the past two weeks of everything that's gone on with Activate and uh, Victoria and all this going on. And we, you know, how we uh, we had uh, Activate talking uh, like, "Is this a direct message or is this private? Is this public?" Oh shit! And then having to delete all
1: that. Well, you gotta love like it's so weird that people keep liking this private messages.
0: Yeah. Last night on uh, on Twitter, the Activate Twitter account went nuclear, like, and all this like crazy conspiracy stuff. The tweets from the Activate Twitter account became increasingly more unhinged and more self-reflective of things, things like, "We're totally fucked now, aren't we?" Things like, "This really couldn't get any worse for us, could it?" My favorite was, "At Twitter, how do we delete our account?" <laughs> But then we get this one from Activate. Surely it's past your bedtime, Joshua. In response to that, Activate Tweet again. I haven't got a bedtime anymore, Thomas. (laughs) And then Activate Tweet back again to themselves. This is all just playing out in the open. Please leave us alone. What do you want? And then I assume the Thomas character, replying again, says, Your mum in a bath. And that's just the first screenshot of eight that I've got sitting in front of me now because this was all going on and I was taking these down because I knew come morning they're all going to be gone and now the Twitter account for Activate only has four tweets in it. And they all, they're all they all from two weeks ago when they launched the account.
1: Which didn't go great for them
0: either. No. So let's, let's see what else is on this here. Activate saying, you're not our spokesman anymore, Sam. This is to Sam Mancliffe, something he tweeted, I can't remember what it was. And Sam Mancliffe replies, and you are breaking the law talking to these people because he's on the Facebook faction yeah there's also been in whilst this is all happened there's a new Facebook thing to be started by the quote hackers or the re-smog faction whatever you want to call them okay um, so Sam Ancliffe is basically saying you've broken the law we've reported you to the police um, blah 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 and, he, and they're saying you're not a smokesperson person anymore Sam activate Are saying yes he is Thomas I stand with Sam Jay so we've got Thomas and Joshua both tweeting on the Activate Twitter account. We've got Sam Ancliffe coming in um, saying this. Um, in reply to you're not a spokesperson anymore, Sam, we assume Thomas. We've got Activate on the Twitter account saying, um, what's our business number, Sam? I assume Thomas again. And then we got, where has all the subscription money gone, Sam? I assume Thomas again. Again, nuts. And then we have Activate, we're waiting, after all that. Sam Ancliffe replies, effectively just proved you are nothing to do with Activate. Anyhow, as much as this is fun, I will leave it to the police to resolve this. Not if you handed the passwords out to eight people. Jay. Joshua. So we've already got like a yeah. triangle of people like battering each other It's now.
1: interesting that those questions that were tweeted out were perhaps not coincidentally as we found out quite recently. Very similar to questions that Evolve was asking about earlier yeah. in the week when they released the, oh. that first thing of the national... Yeah. Uh, Hold that thought, directors. because that's
0: relevant. Activate Britain, reply to the... Not of you hand the password out to eight people, Jay. And um, this is Jay again, I assume Joshua. They're starting putting the letters on the end now, so we all can like work out a key of who it is. It's not surprising it leaked out, given the obvious immaturity of the people you are working with. Uh, and then activate again. No letter on the end, so we don't know who this is. Good old Winston. And now we've got a Winston character coming in. The cast is expanding as moments go. <laughs> Maybe at
1: this point they're just talking about the monkey from Overwatch.
0: <laughs> and then we've got Activate Britain saying Sam is no longer our spokesper- spokesman because of his involvement with the WhatsApp chats. He has not taken it well. Remember of old Politics was saying Sam Ancliffe was definitely in the WhatsApp chats. We've seen that in there. And now we've got this so-called Thomas character on Activate Britain um, saying the same thing. Um, next, Activate Britain. This really couldn't get much worse for us, could it? Um Activate Britain. Uh, talking to someone called Mega Mohan, a blue tick Twitter account. I think she might be a journalist. I haven't checked that, but um, she's questioning him saying, okay, but who's tweeting from this account? Josh? Winston? I just need to know what this story is. I need the plot. Activate Britain and say, we don't want our identities to get out because we saw
1: what happened to Fizam and Luke. Um, but they, they've just been tweeting with their names yeah. at each other in this kind of petty Shakespearean thing yeah. that they clearly thought they had Sam, going on.
0: Sam Ancliffe. Cliff. Uh, reply to that saying or because you you are breaking the law with he's some... so
1: convinced that it's a hack and not yeah. just that he has shitty opsec
0: like I'm pretty sure at this point everyone's worked out there was no hack ever that they, yeah. they're all talking about it's just these are just
1: unreliable weirdos yeah
0: first of all there's clearly even without uh, any third parties coming in any any axes like we saw with Thomas Wellington there's clearly massive infighting and gassing chavs and all this stuff and all that it's pretty horrible. Um, so that's the end of my screenshots. Um, but then all those tweets are then deleted. Come this morning, and apparently they tweet saying uh, the pro-May faction, the original faction of Activate have now regained control of this Twitter account. Um, we have after, not
1: had not- days of hard fighting. We've not had control
0: since August 31st. We should now resume normal broadcasting. Uh, blah blah blah. And it's just been this incredible saga. There is this web that needs to be untangled. And then at 5.30 today, that is uh, September the 8th, Evolve Politics put out a report saying they infiltrated Activate the whole time from the beginning. They knew about Activate before it was even launched. They had already infiltrated with a character called, guess what? Thomas. So we had Thomas Wellington on Navara Media, an actor um, looking like um, the guy from Labour and Momentum, Fraser Watt. And then we have a guy on the Activate Twitter account who's... The, guy, the actual Tories say is a hacker on there um, saying that we should have Reese Moggin who's called Thomas also. It's not clear if they're the same Thomas. Could be, could not. But Activate Britain basically explaining their thing today saying we created a fictional account called Thomas um, with no surname on Facebook. Um, a persona, basically, uh, that they mocked up in a really, like, quick, like, five-minute thing.
1: Yeah, it they, was uh, their senior editor got her boyfriend to pose with, like, really, like, shitty sunglasses. Yeah, right?
0: and they got, like, a picture of a £500,000 yacht from Google Images and then put it behind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was it, basically, they did, like, a whole Facebook account that had, like, obvious red flags if there was some vetting security checking process in there. And yeah. there was no vetting procedure or whatever. It's only- um,
1: it's amazing. This this Facebook groups like favorited books included the Quran and Mein Kampf.
0: Yeah. And also, a,
1: everybody poops. Yeah. And something about Margaret
0: Thatcher as well, like a, a, a biography of her. Oh yeah. Um, said that he was like, worked for the Conservative Party or something like that. And whatever, you know. But it was like obvious that if any vetting procedure was put in place, it would have like flagged this up. But there was no vetting procedure. Not only was there no vetting procedure or, or that this guy was just let in. So like willy-nilly. Um, he was given authority. And and was actually given like, quite senior responsibilities and access to social media very swiftly and was offered part, to be part of a media team.
1: Well, I mean, when you find out that someone wants to join your organisation who has liked Melt, Bano- Melt Banana and Holy uh, Fuck on their <laughs> uh, on their Facebook page, you should definitely give them authority as soon as possible. I was, I was trying to think like,
0: is Holy Fuck like a Tory band? Like, wh- no. No, no, no. You no. never ever get a Tory supporter liking Holy Fuck. I swear. They're
1: they're a for real band, and like so a Melt Banana for that matter.
0: Yeah. So this incredible saga. Uh, is going to be developing Evolve Politics will have another report where they reveal the actual machinations of their investigation and everything that went on because at the moment they just revealed how they created account and how they first got involved everything that's gone over the past two weeks the actual story of what I've just described is going to be revealed by Evolve Politics so watch that space but the questions are raised I just wanted to first of all talk about like what this kind of represents and what this is like because I feel like this is This is quite emblematic of of what we have it kind of right-wing politics quite a lot and kind of what happened in the last leadership election. They all stabbed each other in the back, and then someone that was as bland as fuck just strode through and went, Hello, I'm gonna be Prime Minister now. Like this kind of Machiavellian Shakespearean drama that played out. And the same thing has happened over the past two weeks with Activate in one way or another. And in an even more stunning way. I, I really hope this is made into a film or some novel or something because there's so much here.
1: You know that in these people's minds, every single one of them was uh, Francis from House of Cards. <laughs> and like each of them was just leaning away from their computers to like monologue in a Southern accent, at, like an imagined screen. But also what we're
0: seeing in America right now with the, the uh, Republicans over there and what we're going to... Sp- I think going to start seeing the Tories well basically we're probably going to start seeing the Republicans and with the Tories right now It's factions opening up and then starting to tear themselves apart in America we're seeing the kind of the white nationalists the Steve Bannons the, the alt-right the, uh, the basically the Trump wing um, the populist wing uh, kind of beginning to break away Officially yeah. from the establishment, they've of kind of been
1: shoved away, and like the executive branch has basically been taken over by and, generals. Yeah, and that tension's
0: beginning to really flare up. We already yeah. had Breitbart putting out loads of articles about Jared Kushner, about about Cohen, about uh, uh, Kelly, the chief of staff, and now they say they're going to go nuclear on it, and they're going to go to war on, about all that stuff. Not necessarily direct um, attacking Trump directly, but all the people that surround him and that support him.
1: Yeah, the ones that they feel are quote-unquote globalist. Yeah, that war is going to start yeah. and it potentially could bring them down, the yeah. whole right wing. Weirdly, you're seeing a lot less tension on the Democrat side after their catastrophic loss. People are really solidifying around a more left message. In particular, more and more members of the status quo are adopting single payer yeah. as like, a thing that they're committed to. And, um, Hillary just came up with this fucking embarrassing book where she blames literally everyone except herself for her losing, and... It, 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 apparently, like dem- every Democrat around her who isn't actively a part of her like cargo cult are just scratching their heads and going, why is she doing this? It's so bad for us every time she does and,
0: this. But bringing it back to the UK as well with the Tories, there is beginning to be a kind of hard Brexit and a, a little bit more... In a lesser way, there's been becoming a hard Brexit and a, and a uh, more moderate Tory MP divide opening up a little bit. And they don't have the parliamentary numbers to maneuver through that too well we have that the letter from the 60 or so hard brexit mps demanding that we get out of everything as soon as possible from march 2019 whatever so beginning processes of a big fight there could start happening and it could be what brings them down through the brexit process maybe it won't but again i just wanted to talk about that as two examples of conflict on the right wing and particularly this thing with activate we get You get conflict on the left wing as well, but it, it always seems to be centered around more of the issues, and it's always a lot more honest about, yeah, no, there's big disagreements there, we don't think that's what we want. But it always seems, one, more malicious, and two, more kind of behind the back and... And kind of just a bit of a mess, bit of a drama on yeah. the right wing. You know, I mean, it always seems like a massive drama.
1: On the right, it does seem to be much more about vying for institutional power. Yeah. In a way that you see certainly in the like right factions of left parties. Like it's something you see among like the right of Labour quite a lot. But um yeah, on the left it, it does seem to be much less about that. Which I guess I guess brings me to like the main point, which is going to be the inherent difficulty in marshalling a usable force of young tories to create an activist base Mm. because these people in order to be like a young tory in most cases i think you do have to be kind of a weird like just a weird person Mm. and so i kind of feel like they that was never going to really work you do have to be a very specific kind of person that Tends not to play with others because, like, your joy in life is like pulling the ladder up behind you. And so, I it's bizarre to me that they ever thought that this would go well. Yeah, I've got two more points that I want to bring up. Um, the last one kind of bounces
0: off of that, so I'll come back to that in a minute. But first, one is that this kind of illusion that uh, the right wing are always kind of very professional and very uh, slick political operators and uh, very competent. Um, first of all we're having that idea completely broken apart on in in the states and then we've got something like this and with Theresa May like it's just like this is complete incompetence like this is just like absolute ridiculous
1: it is entertaining whereas you look at
0: you look at what Momentum are doing and they're you know they're doing. they they're they're getting stuck in, and they they've managed to really get a, something going with themselves.
1: Yeah, despite a lot of backbiting from people who potentially benefit from them, yeah. they've
0: become. They had the, they had their controversies in in the sort of beginning of it. Yeah. There was various sort of anti-Semitic issues. There but, was. Various... But they've
1: just become more professional and more coordinated yeah. and more unified in a way that's been really impressive. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of what I wanted to lead on to this last point. You're kind of talking about how momentum were engaging with. you. Momentum already had support and then just pushed it forward. They already had policies that were popular and resonating with the youth, that the youth were already getting behind and, like we say, policies that that were resonating. Whereas with the Tories, they're just saying, we've got to bring young people to us. We've got to force young people to like what we're doing. It's an
1: AstroTurf campaign. Yeah. Whereas
0: it's kind of like with the Tory Glastonbury thing is, uh, and Stephen Bush from the New Statesman pointed this out, like, Labour aren't winning because they're holding loads of rallies. L- Labour are winning because people want to go to these rallies. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not good that the rallies themselves are making them win.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not it's an if-you-build-it-they-will-come thing. So,
0: so that, the, 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 the comparison with ta- uh, the Conservatives is like, oh, well, well if we just enthuse the youth with the things that we're putting forward... Let's not put any policies that they'd like or anything like that. Let's just got what we've already got, which is already incredibly unpopular. The 50 point lead with 18 to 24 yeah. year olds inverting intention between the major two parties. And we're just going to say, push that term and kind of, I don't know, repackage it, I guess. Fox hunting, you know.
1: Yeah, they assume that these people are out there and are just waiting to be reached out to, as opposed to what appears to be the other side of the thing, which is a genuine generational political break like a generation that just sees the world in a way that is not compatible for the most part with conservative politics
0: so the only advice that i could give to a potential tory youth movement would be is come up with some policies that really engage with the youth think about everything that they're, they're, they really want and maybe offer something that they might want maybe that's just a a really basic idea
1: you see my my suggestion to them would be, uh, whatever you do, stay in the shadows so we don't have to look at your weird boat-shaped faces. Just it's it's gonna be really entertaining to see, like, closer to a next election when these people do actually try and marshal the kind of like mass mobilizations that you saw with Momentum where you just have like five guys in boating shoes turning up on Jess Phillips's doorstep to try and campaign there.
0: There's another thing I wanted to talk about and Paul Joseph Watson, InfoWars whatever, prison oh, planet. yes. Like, absolute goon. Twitter personality. He said this for quite a while, saying conservative is the new counterculture, and saying we've lost millennials, but we're going to get Generation Z. And basically saying that Generation Z are the most conservative generation for ages, whatever, they don't like, quote, SJWs, all that sort of stuff, whatever. Yeah,
1: basically assuming that, like, an entire generation will be radicalised by, like, racist Let's Players on YouTube. Yeah.
0: The thing is, in terms of generational politics... First of all, my first point is, it's very, very unusual to get one generation who swing extremely one that way and then get another generation following directly after who swing in the complete opposite direction. That's first of all very unusual. It doesn't usually operate in that kind of very binary manner. And second of all, if if that was the case, uh, Generation Z are turning voting age beginning to the first Generation Z people are going to be turning voting age very soon 18 to 24 um generation said being born after 97 2000 basically anyone who's not lived in the 20th century ever born in the 21st century and uh most people will be coming on voting age very soon generations aren't completely defined with barriers it doesn't come the year 2000 suddenly oh everyone's a completely different type of person completely there's clearly generational differences but these things happen over a a very kind of vague four five six you know period year periods Um, you don't see like a like a a cutoff point and then suddenly everyone's a different creature Um, we'd be seeing pickups of conservative voters in the youth now we'd be seeing you know at least a little of a bend backwards we're not we're getting a trend in completely the other direction so, if there's a gener- generational politics going on there, where there's a new generation that are about to come through that are ultra conservative, um, there's no evidence for it yet.
1: Well, I mean, we are seeing a massive uptick in like sock puppet Twitter accounts for like Pepe Frog racists. Yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is with that though is, in terms of that kind of online alt right and the kind of the the big kind of dominant. Well, some people say a lot of the right wing youth are dominating YouTube at the moment, whatever. I, for me, one theory I have on that is that there is a very kind of incestuous kind of right wing community that would follow all the same accounts, uh, only watch those uh, YouTube accounts, always comment on that, you know, essentially creating traffic. The people sitting at home doing nothing all day. Um, the kind of alright guys that are like the Fox News gen is the kind of the equivalent of the older generation just staying at home you know watching that um, not getting not getting kind of a world view not you know whatever like not, yeah. not, not not leaving the house whatever Gamergate that whole kind of thing and as well. also
1: even then there's a lot of them and some of them have like very high subscriber counts or very high uh, you know uh, view counts on specific videos but I like in most cases like H bomber guy or Sean and Jen like leftist equivalents typically have much higher average viewer count. Yeah, it's just like
0: kind of that that um, conflict between how many people voted for Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump in America that were eighteen to twenty four, pretty much decisively for Hillary Clinton, and then you look at that demographic on maybe like YouTube or or somewhere like Twitter and you're like. Well, oh, we're getting a lot of um, getting a lot of like right-wing videos. There's a lot of channels that are supporting that, and they've got like a lot of youth behind them. Do they? I don't know. It could be older generations that are liking young videos. I don't know. It could be also. What, I, what my theory there was that it's it's a kind of a, a small that smaller collection that are really yeah hardline for those. They're
1: also very spread out. That's the that's the weird part. You see them kind of applying it through their own cultural lenses from all over the world in a way that like i don't think that there are that many of these people in any one place that's what i
0: mean that's that's kind of what i mean it's um it seems to be a small amount of people that are spreading quite a lot uh quite thinly but yeah um, and
1: it's also just mostly that they're vastly overrepresented because these people are like, the loudest voices in some cases yeah right, and from just what they're saying. extremely obsessively online. Like, yeah. And also, like, YouTube is a weird thing because certainly you would say that the left fundamentally dominates Twitter uh, because Twitter is a place where there's interaction and there's, like, a community built. Whereas, like, YouTube is where you go to be told what's up and you learn logic and reason from a guy who, like, screams from inside his room he never leaves. (laughs) Like, from, like, the seat of a gaming chair. Yeah.
0: Anyway um we are hopefully going to see more about this activate scandal can i use that word
1: i i think that it's earned it it?
0: saga um story you know the one of the best things to happen this year in terms of hilarious youth politics
1: it is so much fun
0: anyway uh like we said this has been off the fence with me james fox and alex maskell we're on at off the fence talk if you want to join us on twitter on stitcher or on youtube Lots of places, so catch us on there, SoundCloud as well, SoundCloud.com/slash-off-the-fence. Thanks for listening.